Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now. No, 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 no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo. Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, God. Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we've got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride here on this Tuesday morning. What open phone lines for you? 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our telephone number. And Cap, it happened last night, the national championship with Michigan. Who's got it better than us? Michigan with the victory over Washington. And of course, as you watch the game, I couldn't help but to think, first of all, as a college football fan, Sad because it's the last college football game until September. But the other thing I was thinking about is Jim Harbaugh and his future. Look, Jim Harbaugh is a hell of a football coach. And I think I've been clear, you know, if that stuff does come out when the investigation's over that he was behind this whole thing, it'd be tough for me to move past that. But that is not where the focus is at this point. His club was outstanding last night. Washington was the number one line, offensive or defensive, in college football, won the award, Mm -hmm. the Joe Moore Award. And Michigan just ran over them. Shea and I were talking earlier this morning, and he said, how can you like J.J. McCarthy? They never really asked him to throw the football. Well, like the 49ers did when they got to the Super Bowl, and Kyle Shanahan was asked, you only threw nine passes. Why? Because the run was working. Yeah, I'm, I'm not stupid here. Nor is Jim. They were able with Blake Corum and all these different dudes and that offensive line to be able to make plays and then the defense imposing their will. Tip your cap. The guy's a hell of a football coach. And that is a hell of a football team. And they are the national champions. Whatever goes on with the NCAA down the road, on that night, they were far superior to the University of Washington. Now... The big question is, is he the perfect hire if you, Jonathan Hood, were Kevin Warren? Well, let's go all the way back to this fall when we saw that the Bears were going in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. And we said as a collective, as a show, there has to be change here because we have to understand what Matty Refluce is here for. Matty Refluce is here to get you over the hump to whatever's next for the Chicago Bears. The day he was hired, I told you that this was a transitional hire because you could see a Rick Renneria coming down the pike. As soon as he, as someone, as he gets hired, you expect to maybe win a championship. You expect it, but you just know it's not going to be there because he's an A to B manager. Mm-hmm. Just like some of the, the managers that the Sox and Cubs have had in the, in the past, you say these are transitional hires to get to someplace else. Yep. And I know that it's, that sounds unfair because you say you hire someone because you expect to win a championship. But when you see a hire, you know exactly what it is. And so when it comes to Matt Eberflus, you're just trying to clean up the mess. You have Ryan Poles as a general manager. You have Kevin Warren being part of the organization. And because of that, you're just trying to reimagine the franchise. And if you could find a coach that can provide some stability, 
stability in Iberflus, then you move on to something bigger and better if you underachieve. Three wins to seven wins is one thing, Cap, but you'd get no championship just because you won four more games from last year. If you're going to strike while the iron's hot, you, it doesn't get any hotter than Jim Harbaugh as a NFL head coaching candidate. There's no doubt that he'll be leaving Michigan. I told you at the time, Cap, this feels like Pete Carroll to me. Pete Carroll ran away from USC because he knew the long arm of the law was coming. And the same thing with Michigan. They may may or may not have their banner snatched, but there's going to be something that's going to happen to the Michigan program, plus all the seniors that Michigan has as well. Harbaugh's not going to stick around for it. He, he came there to win a national championship. He did that. Now he's moving on. It has that LeBron coming back to Cleveland feel of, all right, I'm back home. We won a championship. All right, I got a championship for my hometown. So long, everybody. I'm moving on. Same thing with Jim. Jim would be perfect as the Bears head coach. I'd love to see that. I've been, I'm not going to get off of that because I told you that in October. I really believe that he'd be perfect as the Bears head coach if the Bears are going in that direction. Okay, here's why I disagree with you. And there's a proviso in there. West or east? We'll go uh, a new one. Proviso north. <laughs> proviso north. Okay. <laughs> right, new program. All right. If he wants control of the 53 and to be the ultimate decision maker on the talent coming into the organization, that's a non-starter for me. It never works when people do that. We tried that here many, many years ago with my friend Dave Wanstead, where ah, he was the boss. David. And it didn't work. It wasn't for those three plays. Right. It just didn't work. It's too much for one person. So for me, the ultimate decision maker in football operations is Ryan Poles. Yes, he has a boss he has to report to, whether that's Kevin Warren or George McCaskey. But he is the guy. If they're drafting... At number one, if he decides, you know what, I'm taking Caleb Williams, that's his call. He'll talk to his coach. He'll talk to his OC. He'll talk to his bosses, lay out his case. Here's what my staff and I have learned. Here's all the intel. I'm taking that guy. But it's his call. And if Jim says, no, 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 you want me, I'm the boss. And Ryan will report that's a non-starter for me because it does not work. Belichick's trying to hang on for dear life because he has struggled in his career without Tom Brady, and he's been the ultimate boss on personnel and everything. Mm -hmm. All right, I won't do the personnel anymore. I don't want to get to that point. I really like our GM. We got a bright young GM, cutting edge, knows all the up-to-date stuff going on in the league. He's, what, 38, 39? Sure. No. If Jim wants to come coach my team, that's a different discussion. So that's where I'm at. I'm not. Hello? Yeah, Jim, congrats on winning the Natty last night. I'm Kevin Warren. Here's a blank check. Unless he wants to be the coach of the team, that is a different discussion. Would you, would you agree, though, that this is Rick Renneria to Joe Madden? Oh, if Eberflus? I don't think Eberflus is as good as Rick Renneria. Well, you understand the point. But I get what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Whoever... Look, if you go from Matt Eberflus to Ben Johnson, there's no guarantee Ben Johnson will ever be good. Because, I don't know, Snorling, how many years ago was Arthur Smith hired in Atlanta? Three? Three years. Three yeah. years, yeah. Okay. Yep. He was a hot name. I read all about him. Mm -hmm. Hot name, man. This is one of the bright offensive minds in football. Get out. Gone. And he has a lot of talent on his football team. 
And he didn't even know how to use Bijan Robinson. Then why'd you take him at seven? And he's now fired. Yeah. So there's no guarantee that Brian Johnson in Philadelphia, well, I don't know, their, de- their offense is starting to show. Maybe he's the greatest coach in the history of the world next. We don't know. When John Harbaugh got the Ravens, I went back and read some of the articles. Well, he's never been a coordinator. He was a special teams guy. Mm-hmm. Huh? It worked. Mike Ditka, special teams guy in Dallas. It worked. Andy Reid never was a coordinator. Quarterback coach. Huh. It worked. So find the right freaking guy, whether he coaches special teams, whether he's the video guy, or whether he's the freaking trainer. That guy can control the 53 in the room. They respect him and they play for him. Well, I found the right guy, and that is Jim Harbaugh. And I think the, the reasons are simple, Cap. He understands offense very well. We know that from Jim Harbaugh. I'll never forget, as long as I live, that Bears 49ers game in which Jim was the head coach for San Francisco. And we found out the letters RPO and what that meant when Kaepernick was the quarterback. Your first bet. Hold, no, no, that was, no, that was not it. No, that was, that was Cade McDowell. Oh, sorry. That was Cade McDowell as a quarterback, and the Bears couldn't cross the 50. Right, you got polluted a lot sooner than the gym game. <laughs> <laughs> so he understands offense very well, Cap. The accomplishments of college football and the NFL on that level, I mean, it, it speaks for themselves. All the things that he's done, he has been able to prove himself on every level, college and pro. Also, he is the ultimate player's coach. You got a lot of those, I understand, in the NFL. But you could just see just him working with the players in Michigan on that level to lead them to a national championship. He's the ultimate player's coach. And also, it's a significant upgrade for what you have. I understand the word uh, resolve. I also understand the word, you know, trying to, you know, the idea of trying to keep things together, the consistency of being able to keep things together at House Hall. But you know what, Cap? At some point, if you're Kevin Warren or if you're Ryan Poles, you say, yeah, we like Matt, but what could Jim do with this offense? Everyone's bitching about our offense and bitching about Justin Fields and how we're behind the times offensively and we have plays behind the sticks. Jim Harbaugh doesn't look at it that way. He doesn't look at it that way. And I think he, a fresh set of eyes in this offense as head coach would do wonders for the Chicago Bears. I would love for that to happen. If it doesn't happen, if you want to be consistent and just keep going with a Matty Refluce, that's fine. But it, you, you can't tell me that he's an upgrade or he's the guy that would be better than Jim Harbaugh in this spot. I've been consistent with this since October. I still want him to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. It's not even because he's a former Bear. I don't care about that part of it. I don't care about the love fest and that. I just care about someone that understands offense and understands how to keep people together. And I think that Jim can do that. You don't snatch any banners in the NFL. Okay, worry about that. Okay, so if I called you right now, Hoodie, I'm with Jim Harbaugh. He said he'll take the job, but he is the boss. Ryan Poles reports to him, not the other way around. He can run the personnel department, but in the end, it's my call. You doing that? Yeah. I, I, uh, I think that at some point, everything could be collaborative, though. The idea that Ryan Poles is going to take two, three, four steps back from Jim Harbaugh, that's not going to happen. I think because Kevin Warren's in the room, they will work together. And I think that Jim, going to whatever NFL team is going to go to, even if it's the Bears, he understands this is his last opportunity. It's his last opportunity in the NFL. Yeah, He's what, 62? Yeah. This will be his last time. So you don't want to muddy the waters because of power. Hey, he, he should have a say because he deserves a say. 
It's Jim Harbaugh. A say, a say yes. is different than having the ultimate authority. Yeah. And I, unless you have some information that we're all not privy to, I don't know if that's exactly what he wants. Is that what you're saying? That, are you reporting that this morning? No. Can we aggregate you and say that no. David, uh, Daniel Greenberg, uh, chief aggregator, uh, make sure that you put out there on social media, no, David Kaplan, no, no, reporting no. that Jim Harbaugh needs full autonomy of the 53-man roster and has to be the that, boss. That is the, what was reported when he was going after the, you know, the Minnesota Viking job. Well, there you can understand. Right. And <laughs> you can understand that there. Quincy Adolfo Menza came in as the GM. and No, 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 no. I, I'm going to be the guy, Jim, reportedly. And no. Not going to happen here in Minnesota, so they hired Kevin O'Connell, mm-hmm. who's a really good coach. Again, I'm not going to put Jim above Ryan Poles. I'm not. That setup doesn't work for me. You want to come coach the team? That's a different discussion. But Ryan Poles is the ultimate decision maker for me. Sure. He's done a really good job getting the roster to a much better place. There's still miles to go. That's the way the poem reads. But Let's let's be clear. The Bears have a history-making opportunity to remake the future of their franchise. Mm-hmm. They can change quarterbacks. They have two top ten picks. I mean, I watched Roma Dunze last night and went, okay, I want that guy. I want him mm-hmm. on my team. Or Marvin Harrison or Malik Neighbors. Those are the three top guys. I want one of them lining up on my football team because they're really good. But I also, as I screamed yesterday, i got to fix the offensive line. The O-line has got to get fixed. Now imagine Jim Harbaugh presiding over all of that. That looks good to me. It doesn't look like a dunce cap on the sidelines, Cap. It looks like someone that's been around the NFL that understands how to be able to run an offense and what it takes for an offense to run. People are, may not be enamored with J.J. McCarthy, which is fine, but the bottom line is is that the Bears are, are always who they always have been, and that is a team that runs the football well. And, and Harbaugh finds a way to be able to run the football well. They ran over 300 yards against the Huskies yesterday. That's really the hallmark of what Harbaugh can bring, but also understands offense and get the ball down the field. So I, I like the idea of someone that um, is, can really be able to get in touch with the players, be able and has respect in the locker room in the NFL because he's been there. He's not some neophyte or just some kid coming in there. That's Jim Harbaugh, man. People know who he is. They know what it took for him to be a quarterback in this league. And so I think all that matters. To me, that, that is, now again, you say the argument against it is power. This all, always comes down to power and money, doesn't it? All, in almost every instance, it comes down to power and money. And I think that if Kevin Warren looks at Jim Harbaugh and says, we have problems in the Big Ten when we were together, but I'm going to do what's best for business. And what's best for business is Jim Harbaugh on a sideline for the Chicago Bears. That's what's best for business. No matter what happened in the past, let's just shake on it. Four or five-year deal, whatever it takes. But we want you to lead the Bears to the Super Bowl. Let's see. Because if you just go with continuity and mm-hmm. just say, Hmm. You know, Matt Eberflus for now is good. What if the Bears are under seven wins next year with this continuity, with Eberflus coming back? Then what? Now you're looking for another head coach. Harbaugh's off the board, and now you're looking for the next hot offensive or defensive coordinator as your head coach. Okay, so Courtney was on Waddle and Sylvie yesterday. 
I want Shay, you were listening to it. I'm going to pull it up on the podcast. I had to sneak a nap in yesterday. I was tired getting home at, after 12 Sunday night and back down here early. But apparently she said she's pretty confident. Field's gone. Getsy gone. Not sure on Eberflus. We're going to talk to her at 918. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then you've got to blow Eberflus out. I, I don't want to put words in Courtney's mouth. She She said that the front office was exasperated by what they saw in Green Bay. And with the feelers, it seems like Getsy and Fields are gone. Okay, so that's the way she put it. All right, so if you get rid of Getsy, that seems to be a fait accompli. Mm-hmm. If you get rid of Justin Fields, we'll see. Why are you bringing Eberflus back? Because I don't care who the brilliant offensive mind you bring in here is, but let's paint the scenario. They draft Caleb Williams or J.J. McCarthy or uh, Drake May or the kid from LSU, Mm -hmm. Jaden Davis. And now we've got that guy as the O.C., Eberflus. They spend money. They get another top ten pick. And the quarterback struggles like some do as a rookie. He's not C.J. Stroud. Correct. And the Bears go 6-11 and 11 next year. You bringing Eberflus back again? I would say no. Okay, so now we've got a rookie quarterback who learned a new system. Struggled, which can happen. Roster's markedly better, so you're probably not picking super high. 6-11, and 7-10, and 10, whatever they are. Now you fire the head coach. He says, well, I don't want that OC. Pay him off. I want my own guy. Oh, now we're going to learn another new system. Like, that's so bears. Right. But. Rip off the scab then. Yes. That, that's why we'll you do that. run them all back. I'm not saying I would do that. I'm saying if you're going to keep Eberflus, what offensive coordinator worth his salt when he's going to have multiple opportunities? He's going to go, yeah, I'm in. I'm coming to Chicago. I want to work with Fields yep. and Eberflus. And I'll be the guy. No. That's not the way it's going to work. Do you understand why this offseason is so complicated? Yes. I mean, for, for some, it's just they already have the lane that listen to us. They already have the lane. Blow out everybody, start fresh, or bring everybody back for the sake of continuity. Right. And I'm just telling you that if you are able to draft Caleb Williams, say you got rid of Fields or you traded Fields and then you brought in Caleb Williams, well, there's going to be some slippage. I'll call it now. There is, it's not going to be Caleb Williams in 11 wins. No. Really? No, Why? Be, no, because there's a learning curve for any quarterback is in that spot. Really? Yeah. C.J. Stroud didn't have one? There's a learning curve for almost anybody that's in that spot. There, there's, there's more examples of that not working versus working. You gave me C.J. Stroud. Can I give you the screed of quarterbacks that had to learn on the fly? I'll start with, I'll start with uh, Fabio. I'll start with Trevor Lawrence. And, and just keep moving. And I, we could fill up three hours of quarterbacks that had to learn on the job. Brock Purdy? Yeah. As a rookie, really good. Yes, yes. Now, he had a great team around him. Yeah. A great coach. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, but, what about this infrastructure? There's plenty of times, Cap, where there's a learning curve. I mean, do you want me to go through the list? Do you want, to, want me to waste the audience no, time? The list, if you had the scales or the seesaw, you want to use a seesaw playground analogy? Yeah. Your side would be, not because you're bigger than me, your side would be all the way down on the ground and I'd be up in the air because I don't have enough chips of quarterbacks that I can drop in my side. There's always going to be a learning curve. There's going to be slippage. Probably. But then you hope you can pull the nose up quicker with a better roster. Correct. That's my point. That, okay. So 
if you fire Getsy, you got to clean everybody out then. Yeah. You got to. Right. Because, like you said, if you fit, hey, but some people feel like because the defense was better, that Iberflu should stay. And that the problem is offense, you fire the OC. You've heard that too. We, you've taken that call, have you not? To, to f- just fire the OC? Yeah, we've heard that. We've taken that call many times. Feel like, no, like Fields is fine. He just needs a different offensive coordinator and just move forward with that. Okay, so we, that's, we've heard that. Right. So now to those people, I'd say, so you're convinced. He can learn a brand new offense, which everybody in the league, we've asked multiple people in the league, minimum two years to understand a new offense. Terminology, everything. It's not that easy. You don't just go, yeah, you run out there, take a turn to the right, and I'll throw the ball. That's not how it works in the NFL. It's super complex. Mm -hmm. Okay? So now we bring in a new OC with Justin Fields with Eberflus, and it struggles next year. All right. Now I'll clean it up. Well, I don't have the number one pick again. <laughs> right. Why didn't you tell me that a year ago? See? And then you're going to get some also-ran or some middle-of-the-road quarterback to try to be a placeholder for the position. Right. Oh, is Baker Mayfield a free agent? See? No. This is why this is complicated. Can I get 37-year-old Kirk Cousins? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's super complicated. I just, at the time that... Joe Madden was hired. Mm-hmm. You remember it like I was. I remember it. I said, well, Joe Madden's here. The mood's about to change. First of all, with Theo there, I knew the Cubs were going to win the World Series. People thought I had turds for earrings looking at me like there's no way that, that, that the Cubs are ever going to win the World Series. I said, Theo Epstein's here. They're going to win the World Series. I'm a White Sox fan. Saw it from the other side watching the Red Sox. I know what that guy can do. Give him money. He knows how to allocate the money. He knows how to put structure together in an organization. It will be reimagined, and that Cubs team is going to win the World Series. They won the World Series and division championships on top of that. So at the time of the hire of Joe Madden, I said, boy, that is a big upgrade from what they had because the thought I had was if Joe Madden can win with a small market team like Tampa, imagine what he could do with money. Mm-hmm. And you saw what happened. Correct. World Series championship. Same thing here with the Bears. Ibraflus is just here just for a song, man. Come on. He was not going to be here for five years, six years. I was hoping to be wrong about that. I was just being glib and just, you know, talking to you about it. But I, I was like, this guy's not the, the guy. Placeholder. But now that you have someone in place, Cap, that's why you strike why the iron's hot. It's but, Jim Harbaugh. And if it's not Jim Harbaugh, then who? Who? Right. I was wondering if someone would get fired on Black Monday that you go, I'll take that guy. But, like, you, but, but Tomlin's still in place. Tomlin's got a playoff game to coach. <laughs> yeah. Mike Vrabel, they know what they have in Mike Vrabel. He's a really good coach down in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. His players love playing for him. He's fiery. He's a game-tested guy as a player with the Patriots. He's not going anywhere. He, it looks like he's staying, unless that changes. He's had, I know I read last night, more meetings to come. But they did not act on separation yesterday. So who's out there? Yeah. And, and by the way, because you asked that, you did not buy the thoughts from Albert Breer, who would talk to coming up at 830. We talked to him every Tuesday at 835. You didn't buy his notion that there isn't a lot of candidates out there. I don't. I don't believe that. I mean, there's, there's names, but like I gave you names when we started this show. We, if we'd had the discussion those years, who's John Harbaugh? He's not one of the hot coordinators. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really good. And he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Oh, who is the 
quarterback coach from Green Bay, Andy Reid? Yeah. Going to the Eagles? Huh? Really? Never been an OC? Yeah, he's going to the Hall of Fame as maybe the greatest coach ever. Him, Belichick, they're, they're right there. So my question is, you're telling me that Ryan Poles doesn't know intimately about most every guy on every staff. That guy right there. Yeah. Sean McVay was a he was a hot assistant. It wasn't like a tip of the tongue name. Like an Eric Spolstra of the NFL. Right. In that in that way. When Eric Spolstra got hired by the Heat to coach LeBron, everyone and LeBron said, Hey, get Riley down here. This guy's too young. Nope. He's really good. He's gonna go to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Those guys are on every staff. There are really good coaches. Find the right one. That's your job. This is why I like the experience on the sidelines, Cap. I do. You may hold your nose and say, oh, God, this guy with the cheating scandal, he might get his banner snatched at Michigan. Cap, it's just the right guy for the right time. If you feel like the like you feel like the Bears can make the playoffs next year, I do. The uh, roster's that much better. Well, imagine uh, Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines to solidify that, to put a stamp on that, where the offense looks like, hey, it looks like it always does, but boy, it's much better. You, go, you know, can get down the field, and boy, they we won the football well. The offensive line's better. That's all I'm saying. Like, it, it, like if the Bears don't make the playoffs next year with Matt Eberflus, we'll come right back here and regret. The Bears not getting Jim Harbaugh or a better coach in that in that scenario. Har- Eberflus was here just to be able to just tighten some of the screws. But now that you have your Joe Madden available, and he will be now that he's won the national championship, why not the Bears? Why does that have to be the Los Angeles Chargers? <laughs> why? Where are they going? Right. He's not winning a Super Bowl with them, Cap. He's not. And he might have full autonomy of the roster. Antonio Pierce has done a nice job as an interim with the Las Vegas Raiders. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they look at Jim Harbaugh and say, hey, what about coaching us? We'll give you everything. Like they gave to Gruden. We'll yeah, give you everything. Reportedly, Mark Davis is being pressured internally to hire Antonio Pierce. Players love playing for him. And they played better sure. since they fired Josh McDaniels. But that he lusts for Jim Harbaugh. See? To Vegas, splash hire, the whole deal. Yeah. And he's got the money to do it. He'll give him everything. He'll give him full autonomy. What if Jim says, I want Mike Mayock back? <laughs> He'd give it to him. He'd give it to him. He'd tell the him, world. you're the boss. Do whatever you yeah. want. You know what's so funny about that? They could have hired him two years ago, and they hired Josh McDaniels instead. See? How'd that go? Right. It's so funny. All these teams could have hired Jim Harbaugh. Many of them chose not to, like the Vikings thing where Harbaugh went up there with his pen ready to sign the contract, and they're like, oh, buddy, we're, we're interviewing you. Oh, never mind. And like, <laughs> now it's everybody just wants him so badly. It's funny how it changed so much in we'll, a, just we'll a couple of years. We'll find out if that's true. He may stay at Michigan. He it might not-, not be true. Like that Cap, that might be a part of it. Maybe everybody doesn't want him that badly. Right. We're going to find out. Don't you think, Shay, that's the right hire for the right time now? Absolutely. Absolutely it's the right hire. Like that, And look, I've been vocal. I hate Michigan. I, I haven't thought much of Jim Harbaugh for a long time. But what he's accomplished in the last three years, cheating or otherwise, and especially this season, to take that scandal and flip it on its head to the Michigan versus everybody style where you made getting caught cheating work for you 
And then once the cheating's done, you still go out and you beat Penn State on the road. You take care of business in Maryland. You beat Ohio State. You go to the Rose Bowl and beat Alabama. And then you bludgeon Washington. I mean, you put them in a Ziploc and punted them out of Houston. That's exactly what happened last night. And I know, Cap, in 2024, it sounds weird. It sounds strange. But what Shea just laid out there is correct in that you know and I know that Michigan cheated. That guy was suspended six games? Yeah, three at the start, three at the end. I think think he's the only coach in history to be suspended twice in the same season for two different violations. But yet he comes out looking like a baby face in that Michigan against everybody is just Shea just laid out. Think about that. And also, to further the point, NFL people that you know and I know, NFL players that work in this building say, well, you just hold your nose. What happened in college is college. We want them in the pros. As if it didn't matter. Right. So your scruples or your morals be damned. We just want Harbaugh on the sideline. This is what it is now. Now, I know from your standpoint, because you've been saying it for a while, it, it bothers you that this guy is part of a cheating scandal. Why would I want him on my sideline? Because, of, you know, what kind of person you're getting? Well, when it's about the big W, I guess it doesn't matter to some people. Correct. Waddle told us that. Correct. <laughs> like Albert Breer said through the NFL channels, that was college. Bring him in. Because that's how people felt about Pete Carroll. Like, Pete would be great. Back. Bring him back to the NFL. Get him away from that nonsense of the NCAA. He can coach football. You don't have to worry about suspensions and scandals in the NFL. Just get it done. That's how important it is, Cap. And I know that you know we talk about sports and it's about winning, but for some organizations, the scandal doesn't matter. Your morals doesn't matter. Can you help us win? Why do you think Rick Pitino keeps getting hired? Because you can win. Remember the priest who stood up there at St. John's? I'll, I can find the quotes from you. Where Patino had, you know, sex with that woman supposedly at his coach's show at Louisville, allegedly in the back room, and then got in trouble, and he's married, and the whole whole scandal and strippers and all. And they asked the priest, "Why are you hiring Coach Patino?" He said, "You know, somewhat of a sordid background because it's time to win here at St. John." That's what he said. The priest Cap. in his collar. Yep. And you know what? It's time to win. Yeah. They're 11 and 4, and they got their first road win in 30 years at Villanova. So, well done. There you go. <laughs> it's time to win. So, I mean, that's, that's and again, for some, they turn a blind eye to it. And for others, you know, it's like, oh, we can't have that guy in the program. Well, if you're trying to win, Jim knows how to win. So, Shane, let's open the phone lines here. We've talked about it. We want you to talk about it with us. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number. Is Jim Harbaugh the perfect hire for the Bears? What's the argument against it? Your thoughts on that and more as we continue on on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. 7 a.m. hour brought to you by the comment. Energy Efficiency Program. Bulls got an overtime win on the road in Charlotte last night. 119-112 to improve the 17 and 21. They're actually in the play-in. They're five games out of the sixth seed for a playoff berth. Kobe White led the way with 27. Bulls survived a 39-point outburst with seven threes from Terry Rozier and eight assists. That guy's a beast. Zach Levine played 36 minutes off the bench. Jim Harbaugh. And his Wolverines are national champions. Who's got it better than us, he says. Michigan dominated the Huskies of Washington. 34-13, ran for 303 yards. 
en route to their 12th national championship at first since 1997. Blackhawks back in action tonight, albeit without Connor Bedard. He's out with a broken jaw. And Nick Foligno out with a broken finger in Edmonton on ESPN Plus Hockey Night. Oilers are minus 400 as money line favorites. That's not a smart bet. Grizzlies, John Morant suffered a torn labrum yesterday in practice. He is done for the season. He'll have to have shoulder surgery. Jay Moore. Cap and Jay Hood are back. We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. Classic. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 on ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. we got Shot or No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock. We've got Around the NFL as well as Albert Breer at 835. All part of the mix right here. We hope that you're going to have a great Tuesday. Thanks so much for being with us as we talk to you about Jim Harbaugh. If you watch the national championship game, we'll take your phone calls as the Wolverines win. But is Jim Harbaugh, the coach of Michigan for now, the perfect hire for the Bears? What's the argument against it? 312-332-3776. It's a significant upgrade from what the Bears have right now. He's the ultimate player's coach. The accomplishments in college football and the NFL speak for themselves. If you want someone that could be able to preside over the next generation of the Chicago Bears in this very important time, I think Jim is the right guy for the job at this point in time. If he doesn't want full control of everything, if he's got to come in and be the ultimate boss and everything, I'm not doing it doesn't work i'm not doing it all right let's go to the phone lines and talk to you uh brookings south dakota listening on the esp in chicago app here's dalton on cap and j hood good morning dalton hey good morning thanks guys hey uh, i'm sorry we didn't get to you yesterday but i'm glad you're able to check in first here yeah it's uh i've been fuming as a bears fan i'm glad to see that you guys are talking about Eberflus. hopefully getting out the door because we don't need to draft another quarterback uh, for another lame duck season. I just I can't believe that it seems like Eberflus is going to stay. I was listening to Courtney Cronin on Waddle and Sylvie yesterday, and she kind of made it seem like she thinks uh, that he is going to stay with, as you guys said, Getsy and Fields gone. Just a classic list. Bears move to not make the correct and hard decision. Uh, when we look at every game this year, Eberfus can't beat anyone really good. It's a whole bunch of bottom feeders at the end of the year, and then we're going to feel all good about that. I think the his record is a farce, kind of like the score of that Packers game the other night. We should have – they easily could have beat us by 35 they walked up and down the it, field it felt like it it felt like a 35 point loss only because the bears couldn't score that's right so and, but like is it fair to say guys is it fair to say we'll see dalton i mean you're saying the bears are gutless nothing has been determined just as of yet they even have had they haven't had their press conference yet the bears correct they have not even spoken yet. I, I don't think gutless is at all a fair characterization. The roster's gotten markedly better. They tore it completely down to the worst team in football last year. And whenever I've said that, I get tweets. We could have beat this team. We could. You didn't. You picked number one because you had the worst record. Mm-hmm. So the fact of the matter is you were the worst team in the NFL a year ago. And this year, 
you have taken some steps. You're not close to where you need to be. You've taken some steps. So I think gutless is a, that's just a catchphrase. I think that's dumb for me. Dalton, we appreciate the phone call. Now, you see, Dalton leaves line open, 312-332-3776. Denver, Colorado, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's Ray on Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Ray. Morning, gents. Hi, Ray. Long, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, thank hey, you guys, very much. You know, sorry Good to it. say, but the Bears are mired in mediocrity. It's just <laughs> the way it is. Mm-hmm. But when you think about Harbaugh, here's, here's something I thought about, a little research, not much. Who turned uh, Harbaugh onto the NFL agent? Tom Brady. Well, I don't know if I'd say he turned him on. Don Yee is like number one or two on everybody's list. So he knows Don Yee very, very well. There's a connection there. There's a connection. Okay, okay? that's fair. That's fair. Brady does does own a part of the team, right? All right. And Brady was a quarterback for Michigan. Harbaugh, the coach, was a quarterback for Michigan. It's like the Blues Brothers are going to be bringing the band back together in Las Vegas. You know? We'll see. I mean, that's that's what I see. I I hate to say it, but I say Harbaugh's going to be in Las Vegas this year. We will see. We'll find out. That could be a fair bet. That's right. Now, you know how the interim thing works with with any interim, right? Mm -hmm. It wears off after a while. No matter who is in the room, no matter how many cigars you light up, it's about personnel, Cap. I think that's what we drilled down on. Going back to listen to some of the show we had yesterday, ultimately it comes down to personnel. Correct. Who are you bringing in to be able to help your team on the field? Correct. And who's going to be able to make those choices? For the Bears, it's Ryan Poles. You know, he's, he says that Jim Harbaugh, yeah, could he make a difference with the Raiders? Yes, but it all depends on who's on the field. Aiden O'Connell, your, uh, your future? Right. Pretty, pretty good toward the end. Yeah, he had a solid finish. Yeah. He did. But, again, Antonio Pierce, everybody rallies together. We, it's a, got a short, Does it have a short shelf life? Or is he truly the, the guy? Who's your quarterback? So a lot of good questions to be posed there. If Jim says, I'll go back to San Diego. I keep calling it San Diego. L.A. He was the coach at the University of San Diego, his first job. Yeah. If he takes, says, I like Justin Herbert. There's a quote, or there's a video, I watched it, where they asked, which NFL quarterback are you most interested in watching how he develops? Justin Herbert. Yeah. He said, I think that guy could be a monster. Look at him. It looks the part. It looks yeah. everything. You're trying to build a quarterback, it looks like that. Correct. So people are like, well, take the L.A. Chargers job. It's open. Mm-hmm. They got cap issues. They have a lot of things that got to get cleaned up around there. Would he go there? Are they giving him full control? I don't know. Does he go to Washington? I've heard a rumor yesterday that Josh Harris, the new owner of Washington, talked to Jim Harbaugh. Well, hold on. Are you making him in charge of personnel? Are you hiring a new GM? They require they requested permission to talk to Ian Cunningham yesterday from the Bears. Mm-hmm. He's one of their first three candidates for GM. So we'll see. A lot of noise out there. In the Virginia D.C. area, a lot going, on. a lot of noise. Yes, God, they got a got Bob Myers in their front office. Right now, apparently, last night they wow. issued a statement that Bob Myers is still going to continue with ESPN in some role, mm-hmm. and that he's not going to turn his back on the NBA. That if the right thing came along, he would do that. So, hopefully, Michael Reinsdorf's listening. <laughs> Let you pick your coach, and then we'll figure this out. 
312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number. If you're on hold, you will be on the air as we talk to you about Jim Harbaugh. Is he not the right hire for the Chicago Bears if they're going to make a move? Let me ask you a question. What if Dan Quinn was interested in Chicago? Would top, that interest you? Top of the shelf. Okay, so Dan Quinn this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to per sources, Dan Quinn will take interviews with the Commanders, Panthers, and Chargers. You're That's t- who my brother wants. He's like, I want Dan Quinn. Your t- your Dallas ticket is burning in your pocket right now. Correct. Because of what you just read. Correct. Lack of focus. Not saying he can't do both, but how many times he's been on that and that whole thing of him being a coordinator? He's going to interview for other jobs again. The lack of focus. Yeah, I'd like to have his backwards hat on with the Chicago Bears. Absolutely, Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would love that if Harbaugh's not available. But, I mean, your ticket right now is burning. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's Murphy's Law, man. I think they beat the Packers uh, this weekend. Careful now. What? Careful. I think Dallas beats Detroit, I mean, beats uh, Green Bay, and I think Detroit beats the Rams. Those are the two picks I've made so far. I like the, la- the latter of that. Be careful now. You saw Green Bay up close and personal. They're good. Careful now. Really good. But in Dallas, I think Dallas wins. Neutral game. Neutral side game. It kind of is. No. It kind of no. is. You ever watch a Dallas Cowboys game? You can- when the Cowboys score, it's not as much of a roar because of how big that place is. It will be. Feels like a Final Four in there. Yeah. I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> I'm actually with hoodie on this. Be careful. Just be, I'm just saying be careful. Green Bay plus seven and a half was one of the first bets I made. Just be careful. Not saying anything. Just saying be careful. Okay. All right? Careful. You saw him up close. Pretty good, kid. Yeah, what's the line? Seven, seven. and a half? Yeah. I'm just talking about who's going to win the games. Careful. I was just saying. <laughs> just saying. Just survive in advance, baby. It's going to be so, many, so, so much green and gold in that place. We'll get the latest from Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback, and SI.com at 8.35, and our own awesome Courtney Cronin at 9.18. All part of the mix on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and J. Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. They did do it. Michigan Wolverines are the national champions of college football. Jim Harbaugh told SportsCenter with uh, Scott Van Pelt, he's just thinking about the spring of 2024 in Michigan. Told three or four days ago, we're gonna we're moving spring practice back. We usually we usually start on Valentine's Day, okay. February 14th, because we love football. Um, but this year we're gonna move it back. We're gonna move it back about a month. Uh, that'll be good too. We'll have uh, some nice weather in the spring in Ann Arbor. Okay, so you're thinking about the spring in Ann Arbor. All right. <laughs> Such a weird guy. <laughs> Such an odd dog. Right. He really is. But you know what? He didn't lie right there, Cap. He already has spring practice already locked in because he doesn't have another gig yet. He didn't lie. Correct. He's the head coach today at Michigan. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out what happens here shortly. Team's got to make their... If he's leaving, it'll happen in the next, what, seven days? Mm-hmm. Seven to ten days, sure. We'll find out. All right. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Mike in Atlanta, Georgia, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Good morning, Mike. Gentlemen, how's it going? Good. How you feel? What's up, buddy? Pretty good. Hey, I think I got it all figured out. This is what you do. Listen to me real quick, and I'll hang up and listen uh what you got to say. You hire Jim Harbaugh. You keep Fields. 
you trade the number one pick back to acquire more picks and uh, get uh, M. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and then you draft JJ. That way, if it doesn't work out with Fields, then you have a backup plan. So you're drafting JJ McCarthy at number nine. No, I think I think he'll still be around in the in in the second round. You don't have you a can, second round pick. Well, you trade back the number one pick and get a second round pick. Yeah, I I got to add two impact players, whatever positions those are. Picks one and nine. I I I need to add and McCarthy's a day two draft pick. He may go late first. I said to Shay, he may be there twenty six, twenty five. He's twenty years old now. You could develop that kid. I like him. I think he's a really good player. I don't think he's ready to come in the NFL and win now. He's twenty. Long way to go. But I don't even think he should start. Whoever drafts him should Jordan love him and sit him for a while. That's yes. fair. Agreed. That's fair. Agreed. Get him I, into your developmental system. I don't expect, unless he wows in the combine, I don't expect J.J. McCarthy's name to be mentioned on day one. I do not. At this point in time. The latest mocks do not have him in the first round. Now that's a day two pick. If, if I'm t- And I'm giving him better from the doubt. I think he's a day two guy, Cap. I think he might go back to school, Hoodie. Well, yeah, sure. sure. If he goes and has another good year, he could be a top 10 pick. But this year, I think you're right. He's a, he's a day two guy. Yeah, I think Jim is going to listen to the NFL. This is just me guesstimating for people who know Jim, who I talk to. I do not think the Bears will be in play for him. I do not. That's fair. I'm, just, I'm, I'm telling you what I'd like. And all I'm saying is, is that if you don't have a plan B at the head coaching position, just don't get stuck. Just like, well, we regressed from the seven wins, so what are you going to do? Well, you're going to fire the head coach. Okay, then what? Who is that? It's a good question. I mean, all I'm saying is is that the Cubs knew how to strike while the iron's hot. They was like, you know what? We love you, Rossi, but we feel we can upgrade with Council. Now, again, the jury's still out on that, but the point is is though they feel so strongly with Council, they paid him, paid him through the nose. The highest paid manager in the, in the game. The history of the game. Think about that. Yeah. So they believe in him. Just like Ozzie Guillen taking over for the White Sox. That was the right hire for the right time. The spark that the White Sox needed. I didn't know they were going to win a World Series, but they did with Ozzie. Madden with the Cubs. Quinville with the Blackhawks. You just have to you just have to know, man. Like if we bring this guy in, we're almost ready to win, but we just need someone just to be able to tighten the screws. That's the guy we're gonna choose. And for the Bears, they feel that's Eberflus. Three one two three three two ESPN is our phone number. Joey G and Melrose Park on Cap and J Hood. Joey, what's up? Hey Cap. Hey Jay. How are you? Hello. Um I, the question I have is uh did in the interview yesterday with uh, DJ Moore. Uh, they asked him a question, who do you want throwing the ball to you? And he said Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Does that have any influence on Zero. Less than zero. Less than zero. The, the, those guys are never going to throw their teammate under the bus. They're never going to go, you know, got to get this guy out of here. No. They know he no, likes him. I understand him. that, but DJ Moore said he wants Justin back. Doesn't matter. Poles is going to do what Poles thinks is right. Does not matter. Those signs on football drive, pay Jalen, keep Justin, they chuckle and they keep driving right in to park their car. Okay, thanks for taking my call. You're the man. Have a good day. Shot or no shot in two minutes on Cap and J Hood.